coming to you kind of live from the southern eastern tip of New York City. This is the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. You're listening to Shimon Kramer, who for some reason is speaking and not singing. I'm sure you're wondering, as in fact am I, why you're listening to some English bloke who would normally sing his way through an hour of free airtime and shamelessly show off everything he has recorded in his entire life. The fault lies with the two and only Nachum Siegel and Miriam with the middle name L. Wallach. You see, <laughs> I bumped into the aforementioned two over the summer and again shamelessly asked them if they would play a new piece of music I had just recorded. Their answer was, no, but will you be a host on a new show, show format that they were conjuring up? 
I pondered this answer for many days and decided that the only reason they asked me to be part of the stunt team was, no, not because of my exceedingly good looks, but yes, you've guessed it, the accent. I naturally agreed because I then realized that not only was it an honor to join the Seagull 10, but I could actually spend a lot of the time playing the music that I love, plus shamelessly exploiting my own stuff. So here it is, entitled An Englishman in New York. Yes, again, you have cleverly deduced that this show will contain varied plethora of songs that have crossed the Atlantic and some that have remained in my place of birth purely because nobody has heard them over here, as well as some, well, exceedingly loved material that has crossed the other way, i.e. everything. On top of all that, I will be discussing many topics that I find interesting, such as the offside rule in soccer stroke football stroke cutter-eggle, and as well as taking the entire time from now until June explaining to you the rules of cricket. Just kidding, until Rosh Hashanah. I thought it would now be right to introduce my psychic for a very, 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 very long hour of time. Yes, the Paul Schaefer of psychics, but without the musical ability, yes, Mark Spear, who will be helping me explain to the many differences, to you the many differences we share between us over there and us over here, as well as many other stories and Topics. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Shim. It's great to be here. I need to represent your fan base. It's a very large fan base, and I'm representing all of them. They are currently in the room. That's right. I spoke to both of them earlier today, and they want me to say hello. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Good. I can keep you you honest. Thank you for keeping me honest. And make sure that it's not all British propaganda. Yes, I actually invited you to come on the show with me because I want to know what goes on on this side of the Atlantic that I haven't realized yet. And also, you know, maybe discuss with you some of the differences between the way I grew up and the way you grew up. Okay, we're going to need a lot more than an hour, We're going to need a lot more than an hour, plus uh, some of your musical favorites as well. Absolutely, and I'm going to be singing a solo later on in the hour for everybody, so you might want to get your earplugs on. Get them on right now. Okay, but first we, uh, we're going to move on to some music, and um, my favorite, favorite uh, first piece of music that my father ever played me on a cassette. Yes, it's one of those things that has the two wheels in the middle and spins around yes um uh it's called uh avram freed it was the first avram freed cd i ever heard and the first ever avram freed album that came out and it is entitled kale hahodos Oh, man. 
Yes, that was uh, Avram Freed, one of my favorite, favorite singers, an inspiration to me. And yes, Mark, you're about to tell me. You know that, right, Jim? He's not from England. Uh, I thought he was English. <laughs> no, he's not. It was the first thing my dad ever got me, and I just assumed he was singing an English, ac- no, no. English accent. No, that was Avram Freed, and um, yes, all my life I've been listening to Avram Freed. And, uh, I mean, I have too. Yeah. I'm concerned about the British trying to claim anything theatrical or entertainment related is just all British owned and operated. Well, you know, it's true. <laughs> well, Avram Freed is not British owned and operated. It's true. He's not. He's uh, he's truly American. So, truly. So I'm going to keep track. It's yes. one nothing for U.S. Okay. Now here's one one coming up right now. It's Mar. It's uh, Pitchuli. Is that right, Stan? This is Stan, by the way. You can't see him, but he's smiling. <laughs> he has. Exceedingly nice glasses um, he, on. He can't, you, they and can't see us either. And I'm not going to tell you what he's wearing. <laughs> but thank you, Stan, for being here and, and operating the, you, uh, the things that I have no idea about. Um, Wait, by the way, Stan's not British either, so it's too Stan, give me, an, give me an English hello. There you go. He's coming. It's <laughs> coming. He has to put it on now. Hey, mate. No, that's Australian, wouldn't it? Okay, so hello, uh, mate. Hello, mate. What's up? Australia yeah, counts extra for us. So it's 3 <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh, no. I'm losing this game. Anyway, uh, the next song is Pitchuli. This song is basically a uh, taken from Halal, as you all know. And uh, if you don't know, it's taken from Halal. And uh, this is a version that I did with the Shabbaton Choir in London 
which is a British choir mark. So there's one for me. And there's like 40 on the choirs. So you're going to say it's three to 40? Yes. I'm going to be playing. <laughs> I'm going to be playing. It's three to 40. I'm going to be playing quite a lot of English uh, produced music, but it might not necessarily be English, but sung and produced and recorded <laughs> by English people. Um, and we'll come. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, but here we go. It's Pischuli.
Translate for me, please. I, I, Shim is in a uh, preemptive mood, so he's walking around singing things in the street. As in preemptive of Sukkot. Right, of course. Yes, it's just the day after Yom Kippur, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and yes. it's about a, a month or two before the presidential election, something yes. which the United States citizens who are listening are very familiar with. Are you familiar with, Shim, what, what happens once every four years? i the president is at this precise moment, yes. And how they get elected or re-elected? Uh, yes, although I can't vote. I'm not allowed to vote. <laughs> purely because, you know, I'm a criminal. No, I'm not. Uh, purely because uh, I am on a green card, Mark Spear, and I cannot uh, vote when you're on a green card. You need to be a citizen. And with this accident, I'll never become a citizen. <laughs> but no, I um I would like to become a citizen very soon. Uh, thank you, Mr. Wilds, for helping me with that. Um, You're welcome. Where did you come from? <laughs> Surprise guest. Hello, Shim. Hi, Mark. How's your citizenship been going? Going really well, thank you. Have you contributed to the United States lately? Yes. How so? By coming on this radio show. Excellent. Keep uh, up the good work. Thank you very much. Um, yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's the reason why I can't vote. Um, but um, do, you, do you vote? Do you um, take an absentee ballot for for United Kingdom votes? Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, who did you vote for in the last election? Uh, if you don't uh, mind saying. Who did I vote for? I I didn't actually. <laughs> I took an absentee. No, I didn't vote because um, it didn't bother me that much because I live here now. But, uh, yes, it, it, the system works very differently there as it does here. Um, and yes, Mark. So l- let me uh, just go back to the citizenship quest that you have. I mean, do you really think you're worthy of becoming a United States citizen? I mean, look at us and look at you. Yes, I am. So do you know, you know, you have to study. Hey, are you do interviewing you... me now? Sorry, I should be interviewing well, you. Well, I just have Mark. a couple of questions. Since okay, you want on. to come into this country, it, we should have some standards. I'm just wondering, do you know who the first president, president of the United States was? Yes. Who was that? George Washington. Right. Very good, Jim. Do you know who the 16th president of the United States, and here's a big hint, he wears a big black hat, and he's from Brooklyn. I'm from Freed. No, Abraham Lincoln, but very, very close. <laughs> I would let you in. If I was a, if I was a customs official, I Who would let the you in. Who was the 735th Prime Minister of England? Tony Blair. Very good. Thank you. He's the only one I know. <laughs> Who was the 736th? Um, Tony Blair. <laughs> very good. <laughs> And who did – all right, let's switch it up now. I'm going to ask you British trivia. Who okay. who did Tony Blair's hair? Um, my barber. Excellent. <laughs> See, I would let you in because you're very, very smart. From Golders Green Road, yes. Okay, let me just ask you one other question Please. about um, about Americana. Yes. I know that in England the phone booths are – it's a big – it's like a tourist attraction. They're all red. Yeah. What color are the phone booths in America? Now, take your time. It's a trick question. If you need to call a friend you know, or ask the audience, that's fine too. I have a friend in the room, Mark. Uh, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. I, I think they're grey and with a bit of blue. Is that right? No. Um, Am I wrong? Mark Wilde here. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, let, I'd let you stay anyway. There are no phone booths anymore. Cell phones... Yes, they don't exist anymore. Cell phones booths. are the big thing now, so there aren't phone booths here. I'm not sure why that hasn't taken hold in What Britain. cell phone do you have? But yeah, actually, you know, cell phones have taken hold in Britain because they are remarkably cheaper than they are here. Really? Cell phones, yes. How much it, cheaper? It costs about 20 bucks a month to have an anything data iPhone in England. To have a what? Anything, everything data, whatever it's called. You know, the internet oh, and the oh, thing right. and the texting and the phone calls and everything. Unlimited. Yes. We call that unlimited. Unlimited, yeah. yes. So why are there still phone booths? There aren't any. There They're are. They're just there for show. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, well, let's move on because I think people have actually turned off right now. Um, yes. You uh, should be turning <laughs> off. You should go to England now and prove my point. Go in a phone booth, friends. Take a picture and send it to us. You can email it to us at uh, whatever. Oh, yeah. I have. Oh, yeah. By the way, did I tell you? Yes, I have an email address. Is that right? Yes, it's shimkramer at nachumsegel.com. No, not yet. Soon. Oh, Who? Miriam L. Miriam at NachumSiegel.com. There you go. Miriam at NachumSiegel.com. If you want to send any comments in, please. And also, <laughs> also, this is really important. Email in suggestions if you have questions for Shim about Americana. Yes. It's going to be a regular feature here. We're going to, we're going to try and trip him up. So just send the questions please. in or other idiosyncrasies like the presidential elections, which don't exist in England. Instead, you have, uh, What's this? And I watch C-SPAN sometimes. I do. Yeah. I admit it. Oh, I watch Prime Minister's questions time. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I see everybody screaming, yelling, and throwing things at the Prime Minister. Can you explain to us what that's about a little bit? It's just awesome. Basically, the Prime Minister gets to be grilled for 24 hours. No, for about an hour. And uh, anyone can ask him any question. Could you imagine our president here having that uh, kind of situation? Absolutely, wow. absolutely not. Not just this president, but any president that's that's been in office since I've been around. I think uh, I don't think they could handle it. People here are much more sensitive. They don't tolerate everybody screaming. And if I recall correctly, they boo each other. Is that right? Do they yes, boo indeed. Each other? That's why we have thick skin. So please write any comments you want to write into the show. I have very very thick skin. Mark, on the other hand, doesn't. So please don't be mean. Um, Yes. But do send me in uh, questions for Shim and send me uh, pieces of thing, data, unlimited data that is different between yes. the United States and Britain. Exactly. Good good thing, Mark. I like that. That's a good idea. That's part of our show. Yes, we're going to try and be as English as possible in America. That's the idea for the show. Um, please write in anything. Yes, anything you'd like to talk about regarding um, the differences between England and here. Uh, people listening in England, I know I've kind of spread it a bit in England and I'm hoping... At least my parents will be listening to this, uh, if not my brothers. Um, Wait, one thing. Yeah. You reminded me of your family. I, yeah. I just wanted to... And Nachum. Nachum, what do you think about this? Please write in. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm stuck on this president thing, so can I just go back to it for one minute? Nachum Siegel. You're fired! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will also do my Nachum Please imitation do Nachum later, Siegel. if you want. If you want. You want you. it now? Live from their sold-out performance at Carnegie Hall. Mark has always um, wanted to do that, by I the have, way. Yeah. He's always... He shouted it, though, so but no wanted, one actually heard that because uh, I saw Stan moving the dial up or okay, down. We'll do it later. We'll do it, later we'll do it again later, yes. So just tell me about the street. What's the name of that street that, they, uh, that the Prime Downing Minister lives? Downing Street. A- Abbey Road? The Prime Minister lives in yeah. Downing Street. Da- Downing Abbey street. Road is a recording studio. Why is it a street? Why is there no house? Like, we have a white house. Where's the, where's the house? Is it, is it like a budget problem? It's called Number 10, Downing Street. Oh. Yes. Isn't that where Sherlock Holmes lives? No, that's where the Prime Minister lives. 22B, <laughs> Baker Street, and Downing. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Should we move on, Mark? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. So, as you know, uh, Yom Kippur has just passed, and um, I had a very, 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 very emotional experience on Yom Kippur, as well as Rosh Hashanah. 
and um, it was uh, the Riverdale Jewish Centre is where I am the Chazan at, and hopefully most of the people there will be listening to the show as well. So a big shout out there, and big shout out to Rabbi Rosenblatt. Um, also, we're going to be having hopefully a uh, a couple of other guests, Mark, on the show. Over, oh, oh, and I just oh. have a big shout out. I wonder if any of the other the other other hosts are actually listening to this show. Do you think they are? Yeah, if they are, I'd like them to write in and tell us how great our show is. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need some support for this. Yeah, so, uh, uh, about, listen, I was at the Riverdale Jewish Center for this year for the High Holy Days, and I want to tell you, it was really, really moving. Thank um, you, I had, I had to move from the back row to the front row because <laughs> of all the talking. I also want to give a shout out to all the people who were shouting out during during davening. Um, I don't know what they were talking about, but it wasn't davening. Seriously, it was actually a beautiful davening. I was really happy to be there. <laughs> I might Mark. even, if I have to do tshuva again next year, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to go back to that. Well, show. I really thank you for insulting my entire community online. No, no, no. Uh, no. But it's fine, perfect. It was you great. You are no longer allowed back there. But thank you for coming to my meeting. <laughs> Appreciate it. I really loved yes. it. We are, we're already signed up for next year. We um, you have yeah. We requested to sit on the bima next to you. Just writing myself a reminder. Mark's been not allowed back in shul <laughs> for next year. I did love Hold the shul. I have to tell you, you I feel did? I feel cleansed of sin personally this year. <laughs> Until you walked into this studio. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. Okay, I'm just looking for the next number. So keep talking a second while I find it, Mark. I did actually. I loved the experience. Um, and as somebody who used to work in a shul, I have to tell you, it was a pleasure to not work. It was great to just come in and, and relax. I probably yes, shouldn't. Yes, Mark, tell people what I you pro- do. What, yeah, what's I probably your, shouldn't have brought my job? beach umbrella with me. Uh, I work at Yeshiva University. I'm the senior director of student life. We have a lot of fun. We make the campus experience for YU students, both men and women, meaningful, empowering. We train the future of our Jewish community, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to do that. Good. Uh, yeah, you do a great job, actually. I, uh, I've seen you in action, and you are awesome. So well done. Thanks. Good. Yes. I've seen you in action too, and it, it was it was also well done. Thank you. You're welcome. So, we, so uh, as you know, uh, I have three. Well, you might not know now. I have three hats. I am a singer. I am a chazan. I'm also now teaching in SAR Academy. I am music director at SAR Academy. Oh, Big shout out to SAR. How's Woo-hoo! that going? Where's how, your thingy? How, how your is that? Thingy? Well, how's that going? Like the clap. Yeah. Later. Um, yeah, how's, later. It, how's that going? How's teaching? Teaching is going well since I've only had three lessons and I have 160 to go. But other than that, um, it's going really well. Yeah, thank God. I have some great students. Good. I have a great principal, Rabbi Binyamin Kraus, who's, uh, who's a fantastic boss, actually. Um, he lets me do what I need to do outside of my job as well. And keep, you know, basically does not let, uh, basically lets me do my stuff. So uh, I get to sing, I get to record, and I get to teach at the same time, which is really fantastic. And what are the students doing during all that time? They are twiddling their thumbs and and just staring at a white wall. No, uh, they're just they're good students, very very good students. So what we're going to try and do is uh, the segments that we're going to try and incorporate into the show, Mark Spear, are uh, we're going to have a little spot for SAR every so often. We're going to have maybe some kids come on with me and. Uh, and Rabbi Krauss will talk to you about the school and what's going on with that school, which is one of the top schools in the country. Just remember, if you bring 40 SAR students here, that'll be 43 to 40 for the U.S. I have to find 43 kids that have British parents. Okay. Uh, <laughs> intermarriage does not count. Not that kind of intermarriage, Mark. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's what another segment we're going to do. Also, we're going to have some guests. Um I have actually lined up a special, special guest who's a very, very close friend of mine, and um, I'm very, very proud to to know uh, this person, who I will rename la- remain nameless uh, until until the day 
the week before, <laughs> until the week before the, he comes on the show. Is it because I'm not sure when I'm going to put him on. I'm not sure when, when, when he's going to come onto the show, uh, because I want to see if we can do this first, Mark. Is and it, if we can't do this, there's no point in inviting him. <laughs> is it another immigration attorney? <laughs> and how many do you have exactly? <laughs> so far, 24. No, uh, no, it's not an immigration attorney. Can I ask you a question? Guess. Guess who it is. I, I have a feeling, but I don't want to give it away in case he can't make it. Um, no, he can make it. <clears throat> but in case he can't. But he can. Okay, so we know it's a he or she. <laughs> I just said he. <laughs> yeah. no, but just in case he can't make it, then you could bring on a she and we'll never know that it was a he. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep talking. Okay, okay. because it was just Yom Kippur, I would like to play you um, a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous version of Kol Nidre, um, which has just been released by the wonderful, wonderful cantor Yitzhak Meir Helfgott and uh, with Yitzhak Palman, the famous, famous violinist. Uh, fantastic collaboration, beautiful CD. Here it is, Kol Nidre.
the one and only Kenta Yitzhak Mayer Healthgut singing Carnage Ray. What a voice. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, it is a little bit different to listen to Kol Nidre after Yom Kippur. It's kind of like having microwave popcorn the next day. deal. It's just... Um, what, it's soggy? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's still inspirational and filling, just tastes different. soggy? No, no. I, I think it's just... I, I'm viewing it more as early preparation for Old? next Yom Kippur. Because you can never have enough Kol Nidre. I mean, that's what I. True. That's how I feel. It's very true. Some people have like um, a beer called Habayat up in their house. I was thinking of putting the Kol Nidre prayer up in my house. Really? Yeah, as a constant reminder to not lend people money because I never or or books because I never lend people money. So yeah. you don't give stocker. Awesome. No, that's giving. Okay. I don't lend or I, I lend. I lent a lot of books and I've gotten none of the books back. And my wife always says, you know, you're going to lend the book and you're not going to get it back. And I said, I know, but they're your books. <laughs> Somebody told me actually very interestingly that um, a friend of theirs who's very, very successful in business, he said that he makes money and he gives it away because God made him successful so that he could help as many people as possible. That's beautiful. I just, so he feels that God has lent him the money. That's beautiful. After the show, I just need that guy's address. <laughs> um, I mean, that's really beautiful. And I I hope one day I get to that point where I'm just giving money away. His address is... <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, oh, oh, speaking yeah. of money, I had this thought. I was thinking, we we're on the way over here, and I was just thinking about some of the things that are different between um, the country that you come from, the old country, the hinterland, and uh, and our country. And I was thinking about the currency, actually. I was thinking about money. Yes. Um, I don't often think about money, certainly not as often as I should. Yeah. Um, but I think about it sometimes at that time of day, on that day. I was thinking about money. And I was thinking about pounds, because that's what you call money, which I... Yes, I call I, money pounds, I, because I, that's what it is. No, but I want to protest it, because I think this can lead to an international incident. People get very, very confused by this. In my country, when I say I lost 20 pounds, it's a great thing. In your country, people are upset. So I think we just we need to sort of get you know I could see sort of a UN incident where two people one from England and one not from England. How like, do you know? That, I lost fifty wait, pounds. Isn't that amazing? How and do you know like, that in London we don't go? Wow, I went on the treadmill today and I lost fifty dollars. How do you know we don't do oh, that? I'm happy you brought that up. How do you know we don't do that? What's your what? Do you have a word for pound of flesh? <laughs> like like when people lose. Wait, let's say they, let's say somebody does that. Let's say they, I know it's rare, yes. but let's say somebody. No, it is rare flesh, yes. <laughs> let's say somebody goes on a diet or yes. works out or runs, yes. runs around Kensington Park or yes. something. Kensington Park. <laughs> Hyde Park. Is that the first thing you New thought? Hyde Park? Yeah. Um, New Hyde Park will probably be here because <laughs> right. it's New Hyde Park. All right. Next yeah. thing you're going to tell me that yes, New York is for New Amsterdam. Exactly, basically, yes. Right. right. Do you know what's really freaky, I, I, by the way? I, I'm thinking of something while talking to you. Because yep. I don't really listen to you, I just think while I'm talking to you, and then it comes back, and you know, and then, and then I suddenly hear the last word of your conversation. No, um, <laughs> so nice. I'm really sorry. Just on, just on air, by the way, not. Okay. Um, you know what's very interesting is that the York in England was the scene of one of the most horrible times for the Jews, and now the city that has outside of Israel the most ama- amazing amount of Jews is called New York. Oh, so if I can extrapolate this to yes. its extreme, we should find other places that were sort of not great places and then just add the word new and then assume that they're going to be great. Yes, basically. Yes. Okay, interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that. New uh, Hampshire? You think New Hampshire Hampshire came from, Eng- from America? Oh. New Hampshire? 
What Hampshire about? is actually a okay. county in England. Okay, I got one for you, and you're Go going to feel silly a little bit when I bring this one up. Go on. New Mexico. <laughs> Mexico is actually a village in South uh, Yorkshire. Sure it is. <laughs> sure it is. Yes, speaking of Yorkshire, do you know what cricket is about, by the way? Do you understand? One second, Yorkshire I, is one of the biggest cricket clubs in the world. One That's second, why I'm thinking one second, I just, cricket suddenly. I just lost another two pounds. <laughs> is that good? Me, or, is it good or bad? Do you want me to help you find it? One second. Let me get my belt. Okay, uh, I'm good. It's broken. I think you said it was I'm good. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, do you know what I anything mean about cricket, Mark? At all? Y- yes, I do. <clears throat> What's it? What is it? I know that it's a little animal that makes noises in the forest. <laughs> go ahead. Go on. Argue and with that's me. exactly what we do. We Argue with pick me. an animal up and we throw it in the air. No. Um. You're, we're going to peta picketing outside the studio. <laughs> We don't really. Cricket is actually the form of baseball in England. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah, with a flat bat. With a flat bat and some wickets. <laughs> so, so, wickets are cricket's cousins. So <laughs> they're called wickets. So why why is there a flat bat? Because that's how you hit the ball. But when you're at bat with a flat bat, isn't it weird? It's <laughs> like seashells, seashells on the seashore. I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're with the wicket at cricket. You're at bat with a flat bat. It's like, how do you find to play? Everybody's so busy rhyming and timing. I don't know. That's all they do all day. That's why you say 24 hours to play the game because they're too busy finding a rhyme. Um, I'm going to invent a new sport card called um, New Cricket. Okay? It's going to be New Cricket. And what we're going to do is we're going to find all the... Exactly. It's called baseball. <laughs> oh, right, right. With a round bat and bases. Oh, what are bases in cricket? Bases in cricket. Uh, bases are like... There's just one base. What's it called? The other end of the pitch. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know the pitch here is when the when the pitcher throws the ball. It's called a pitch. What's it called there? It's called a bowl. Okay. A bowl here is something that people put salad in. What do you call uh, that in England? It's called a bowl. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to play you a new song, actually. It just came out because um, we're going to kind of, you know, flick through a plethora of songs, as I said at the beginning of the show. Basically, we're going to go from one extreme to the other, and this is actually um, nothing to do with Britain whatsoever, but as I said, I would like to play some music from both sides of the pond, and uh, this is a song that just came out on the CD. Very, very nice gentleman. Actually, the nephew of Avram Fried, his name is Benny Friedman, and it's called Yesh Tikva.
Friedman, Yeshtikva, and uh... yeah, it was nice actually. I liked it. I'm not going to make fun of you every time you play an American artist. It just doesn't seem fair, so I'm not going to do it because I would win, and I don't like winning. Uh, so give me some help then. All right, I'm going to make you feel a little better. I feel like we've been a little down in Britain, so let's turn it around. Let's let's compare our West End to your West End. When you think of Manhattan's West End, what do you think of? I think of West End Avenue. Exactly, which is... Mm. has nothing on it whatsoever. Exactly. When you think of West End in London, what do you think of? Uh, I think of lights and shining things and happy things exactly. and toys and railway tracks going around the ceiling and stuff like that. One second. Isn't that where the theater is? That's Hamleys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. to say the theater? That's the West End. Isn't it called the West End when people perform yes, there? Yes, the theater is there as well. Yes, it is. I, yes. s- I saw a few shows there. I was going to call yeah. them Broadway shows, but I guess okay. I saw a few West End shows. Mm-hmm. One that I saw was Blood Brothers. Did you see it? Yeah, it, was a good sh- uh, it actually shocked me at the end. That big bang at the end really scared me. I remember I was nine years old. I mean, I didn't really understand what people were saying, but it looked dramatic and it was exciting and I liked it until I had my own twins and then sibling rivalry that ends with Blood doesn't seem to I should hope not. Have, have, this, <laughs> have the same appeal. Um, the other show I saw was uh, a Sondheim one. Uh, um, Sondheim? Yes, Stephen yeah. Sondheim. <laughs> It was uh, it was Sunday in the Park with George. Was it good? I saw it. Uh, it was amazing. And then I came to New York and I saw it. They brought the same actors over, and I saw it. and It was amazing. And there's uh there's this guy who it's about. You have to know the George Seurat painting to sort of know the whole story. But if you look at the painting after you've seen the show, it's actually a little bit freaky. Um, so I got the uh, I like freaky. So I got the. I got for my wife's birthday. I got her the painting. We now have it up. It's in our living room, and uh, and we look at it when I sing the songs. And as you know, my singing is mm, well. I don't get paid to sing. Let's put it that you are way. the Paul Schaefer of, <laughs> as I said. I have I have hair. In case you want to hear who Paul Schaefer is, can you explain to us who that is, Mark, please? Paul Schaefer <laughs> is the is the drummer for uh, a lot of things, but his main claim to fame drummer. right now. He's I mean, I drummer. mean the main keyboard guy yeah. for uh, for Letterman, and he's he's in charge of the band now. He was a pretty smart. Number two, because yeah, he, he managed he talks to very much less than you. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. First of all, he plays a lot more music than I do. He also got his name in big lights under the Ed Sullivan Theater, where it says David Letterman. It's huge. It also says right underneath it, Paul Schaefer and the CBS Orchestra. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do the same thing for me, but some token of some token that involves um, lights and Times Square would be appreciated. Okay, here we go. Dan, 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 Mark, Mark, Mark. All right, I'll take what I can get. It's Mark 
Spear. How's my man connection? Spear. Um, it's not. It's not. How about this? Mark. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Spear. Except that it's if you talk like that, if you walk in the streets of Manhattan and talk like that, you might be put away. <laughs> in Manhattan? Somewhere in Bellevue. Wait, that sounds like kind of southern, doesn't it? Mark. It just sounds. Is there like a, a robot voice? Mark. Spear. Eva. <laughs> Wally. Talking of robot voices, how's just Siri doing lately? Oh, yeah. I actually I wanted to mention something about Siri. Um, we really love Siri. We're big fans. Siri, for those of you who don't have an iPhone, I know there are one or two of you out there who don't have it yet. Yeah. Um, and good for you, by the way. Good for you for standing up. Stan does not have an iPhone. Right. Look, Stan. Stan doesn't own a phone. Stan, I think you're right for not getting an iPhone. Don't give in to the man. But Stan, do you have a phone? He's coming home. I have a I have a stationary line, but not a, not a cell phone. Are you insane? Yes. You know what? I think he's right. By the way, when during, when the apocalypse wow. hits, he's going to be the only one who make, who make calls. Okay, the only one. <laughs> think about that. You and I are going to be like Siri. Where are you, Siri? Where are you? Stan's going to be on the phone. I don't know who he's talking to, but he's going to be on the phone. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, anyway. <laughs> so Siri, we were talking about Siri. Yeah. So any any funny questions well, you've asked Siri lately? Well, I just. I don't think she likes me as much as I like her because <laughs> I confess my true feelings for her, and she said, "You hardly know me, Mark." Well, my series the guy, <laughs> so <laughs> I changed it to English. You can change the tones on on Siri. You can have like you know you, you can have a Chinese one if you want. Really, Siri? <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Do you have on your do your parents or your siblings in in England have? Can we ask uh, Siri something right now? Let's ask yeah. Siri something right now. I just want to know if it's just, it works the same all over the world. Hold on a second. I'm going to ask Siri something right now. Okay. Here we go. Siri, what's my name? I have to put the speaker to the mic. Your shim. That's what you told me anyway. Dear See? Sh- what? He said, your shim, that's what you told me anyway. Um. Okay. So now try so, try something that that involves an, an emotion, something that there's no way a computer could properly answer. Siri. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're too empty. I'll just do it. Okay, go Here on. Here we go. Siri, I love you. It's- oh, I bet you say that to all your Apple products. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, actually, it's pretty funny because I, I really do like my iPad, but I don't, Siri, I don't. I don't share my feelings with my other Apple products. In fact, in fact, that's actually not true. I share my frustration because I just got a Mac at work, a MacBook Air, and I have to tell you, it's not. Well, it's Can good. Can you speak for to the MacBook things. Air? MacBook Air. I, believe me, I speak to the MacBook Air. <laughs> <laughs> it does not talk back. Siri is funny, though. If those of you who don't have an iPhone. Yes, you, uh, it's up I'm to you sorry. whether you want to get one. Or, I don't know. I'm, they're just as good as everything else. Everything else is just as good as everything else nowadays. Hey, what, do you, what if yeah. Siri was, let's just say Siri was from, how do you think things would be different? I could ask Siri how to make a good chicken soup. And what, and, but like, do you think she would answer you any differently? She wouldn't ask me on Chavez. Hmm. <laughs> we will not be testing that. I just think, I just think, like, I could see Siri, like, if Siri was more proactive, she would yeah. call me up and be like, you know, you know, did you, you know, wear your matching tie today or something like that, like a Jewish mother. Can you imagine Siri as a Jewish mother? I bet she's a Jewish mother. Right, try again. Try Go on. Okay, let's more. try it. Let's try it. Let's be, um, I, I know. I'm not hungry tonight. I found 15 restaurants. 
Twelve of them are fairly close to you. You, you see that? You see that's what I'm talking about. It she is a douche mother. If I say that to my mom, that's an invitation to put more mashed Incredible. potatoes. Incredible. She and is a Jewish mother. Siri is Jewish. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Actually, Siri is Jewish. Everybody, she's we also, knew it. I think she's also a little bit of a yenta because if you ask her questions about other people, she might actually give you information. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to like make her speak Russian. Her. Can you ask her about Shidduchim? Uh, well, ask awesome. her. Ask her about some people. Some other ask people. Oh, nah, see okay. what happens. It's like a kiss. Because somebody keeps calling me. <laughs> really annoying. Um, yes. Uh, no, I've got to move on, Mark, because we're almost done. What time is it? How long do we have left, sir? We have seven minutes left, which means I'd like to finish off my song, and this person has to get off the phone so I can put my song on. But, uh, uh, yes. Um, the next song is called When You Believe. It's a song that I absolutely adore. It came from the Prince of Egypt, and I think it's actually going to be our final song for today, Mark. I think we've tried really hard in this past hour. It's going okay. I had fun. I had fun too. Anyone who didn't have fun cannot write in and say they didn't have fun. Right. Anyone who did have fun, please write in. Give us some ideas. Give us some comments. Also, if you Tell wanna... us what you want to hear. This is like a, this is the stunt show. You know, we've got some serious, serious shows on this yeah, on the Nachum Siegel stream. You know, this is a really, really good network. Nachum put together. Thanks to Miriam as well. Thank you very much for giving us the opportunity you, to make complete fools of ourselves on air for an hour. And uh, please, God, in a month's time, we'll do it again. Yeah. And um, I found also yeah. if anybody uh, wants us to ask questions to Siri, we will not pre-ask Siri the question, so it'll be completely. Yes, we will do a Siri segment. Let's do a Siri segment once All a right, month. Siri, we'll Siri do a Siri question. segment. We'll do an SAR segment. We have a guest hopefully in the next uh, session coming on. Everybody, everybody, this is next song is called "When You Believe." Please, 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 uh, come and listen to us again. Enjoy Nachum Siegel. Enjoy the whole network, and have a very, 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 very nice chag. And, and thank uh, you, Mark. Thank you, Stan. You're very welcome. And, and don't forget to bring your passport to the next show. I will try and bring my passport to the next show. This is it. When you believe from the Prince of Egypt.
When prayers so often proved in vain Hope seemed like the summer birds To swiftly flown away Yet now I'm standing here With hearts so full I can't explain Seeking faith and speaking words I never thought I'd say You've been listening to Shem Kramer on the Stunt Show featuring Mark Spear. Have a good night. Goodbye.